Hi, I'm Erin Hartz. Welcome to Grace Plus Boundaries, a weekly memoir in a podcast. I've realized through the past decade of my recovery that I learn the most about emotional maturity through listening to the triumphant stories of others. Are you yearning to unpack the effects of intergenerational trauma in your life? Do you want to stay true to your feelings, yet also learn how to accommodate the sensibilities of your loved ones? I'm dedicated to cracking the code of combining boundary setting with grace towards one another. Educate, evaluate, and evolve. Let's do this together. Hello and Happy New Year! Welcome back. So today, I'm wondering, are you an HSP? So an HSP is a highly sensitive person. So I decided I'm an HSP. About four years ago, a woman I knew had a book that was called The Highly Sensitive Person. And she loaned it to me and said, Erin, are you a highly sensitive person? And I realized I definitely am. And For my self-care, I have been really trying to learn who I am and to accept all those parts of me. And forever in my family, I was the one that was smelling the roses and kind of in a negative way. You know, I think my dad appreciated that about me. He'd say I'd smell the roses, but then it was also like, okay, well, quit smelling the roses, get in the car, you know. Um, But I... I was definitely slower in speaking and um, very introspective as a child, quieter than the rest of my family. And so I was seen as quote unquote shy when I was little. And um, I don't think that I am really shy. It's more just that I'm a highly sensitive person. I take a long time to process things. I think a lot. I'm introspective. Um, and I also feel things and notice things that maybe other people don't. So here we go. Here's some signs that you might be a highly sensitive person. Do you get overwhelmed easily by possibly smells or sounds or Um, like sirens nearby, bright lights. I know that like my son could possibly be a highly sensitive person. He's never enjoyed going to the movie theater. Sadly, I love movies, but he will go um, if I give him a huge bucket of popcorn for him to eat the whole time. That's pretty much his pull to go to the, the movies. But ever since he was little, it's just always been too loud for him. And I think overstimulating. And, um, so, you know, maybe he's a highly sensitive person. Um, Or like sometimes I'll go out places and after I'm out and about with a lot of people around, I just really need to come home and have some downtime. I think that's a huge marker of a highly sensitive person where we really need that time to recharge, maybe even in the dark, maybe in a quiet place. Like I need that time for myself to be alone and to recharge before I can go out and be friendly and to people and and open, you know. Um, let's see, do you make a point to avoid violence? violent movies or shows. 
Um, I wasn't aware of the fact that I was so sensitive until I had my child. And I think it really changed me. I, I think I became more aware of who I was as a person, but I started having to turn off those shows that had so much violence in them, which makes me a little bit sad because I loved Game of Thrones, but I just had to stop watching it because, I mean, it's such a good story. But um, maybe I'll read the books someday. But the show, it was just so violent. And I mean, I know it's not real, but I just cannot stomach watching that. So if that's something that really bothers you, um, you could be a highly sensitive person. I think that one really makes delineates like a big group of people in America and then a smaller group that's that are the highly sensitive people because... I feel really different and other when I say stuff like definitely have friends now that are sensitive and they get it. But I don't before that I didn't come in contact with a lot of people that understood what I was talking about when I would say that I can't watch a show that's too violent, you know. Um, So maybe that's you. you. And on the positive side of being a highly sensitive person, because we are sensitive, we might enjoy and notice like sense of things or taste of things and really savor them a little bit more than possibly other people. And one thing I know for me is that I savor like works of art or music in, I think, a deeper way than I notice other people doing that around me. I remember I was in, I studied abroad in Spain when I was in college, and then I traveled around afterwards, and I went to this museum in Barcelona that was kind of a smaller museum my sister had known about and it was just it had a lot of Picasso yeah it was just a Picasso museum but a small one but Picasso is so prolific he has so many paintings it's amazing but this and I had just studied art history in Spanish and Picasso was one of the people that I studied and so I was really into it at the time and I remember walking into that museum and just being so stunned but then I turned the corner and saw this huge painting and I think it was during maybe his blue period so it was kind of like a white and blue painting and it just made me start crying because it was just so gorgeous and I've had that happen to me in art museums a few times where I'm just stunned by how gorgeous something is and it makes me cry. And I'm, I guess, proud of that trait of me. Like, I really love that. Um, but it's also something that I would probably be embarrassed to share with everyone. Um, you know, if I was in a, a museum with someone else, I might have to hide it depending on the person in the past. I don't know if I would now, but... Um, I do actually tend to go to museums. I like going on my own because then I can take my time and really sit there and feel my feelings and about different paintings and that kind of stuff um, because it's kind of a deep moment. So um, maybe some of these things resonated with you. I think it's important, like I like labels sometimes, not because I have to fit into a box. Like, you know, if someday I decide I'm not a highly sensitive person, no big deal. But it helps me understand myself to read this stuff about highly sensitive people. And it helps me to accept my differences. Since my whole life, I've really wanted to 
being quote unquote normal, probably like we all do and fit in and not be weird. And I've gotten from so many people like you're too sensitive, like especially my family. Don't be so sensitive. Why are you so sensitive? Blah, blah. I was just joking, you know, that kind of thing. And um, you know, stuff matters to me. Um, and that's okay, you know, and I've I'm learning how to deal with it, learning how to manage my own emotions. And I know this about myself. So I can learn to take time for myself if I need to be in my own room and have some downtime, especially if I'm on vacation with someone or people, I have to always take time for myself and um, recharge, you know, so it's a really good tool for us as, as we're thinking about self care is are we sensitive? And if so, then yeah, we allow ourselves to have as much care as we possibly need. So I hope that you're taking care of yourself today, takes one small little step, Um, and learn to trust yourself with that little step that you take today. So maybe it's allowing yourself to look at some art and feel deeply about it, or maybe it's allowing yourself to say no to watching the violent movie, you know, because it's okay if we don't want to watch something. Um, All right, well, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. You deserve a big high five and a smile in the mirror for showing up for yourself today. Thank you for your dedication to introspection and self-awareness because our personal evolution is what will make this world a better place. If you enjoyed the episode, please give me a five-star review and share it with a friend. And let me know if you want to be a guest to share how you are navigating intergenerational trauma in your life. You're welcome to join my free monthly goal-setting workshop on the first Wednesday of every month. Just DM me at iHeartsAaron.